Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coman, sitting in the ring room with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey, Renee. It's, it's great to be back. Yeah, know. man. Yeah, I had, had a little break there. Yeah, it was a great break. Yeah. It was fabulous. Yeah, but you've been, uh, you've been, been uh, burning the midnight oil, huh? Yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, I work at the local university, and the, and the new semester started. Okay. So all the fucking kids come back, <laughs> you know, from their winter break. Right. And they're all fucking asshole rich kids. Because the university I w- work at is like... It costs eighty thousand dollars a year to yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I remember when that was uh, was uh, fifteen thousand dollars many many years ago, and I yeah. thought fifteen thousand dollars like every year. That's that's all the money in the world. It's well, like it yeah. seemed it seemed yeah. so so incredibly expensive, you know. I, yeah. Uh, and, and then now it's like what you know? It's, it's like 80, seven times that much. Eighty thousand dollars. So these cow. kids feel that they're privileged. You know, and uh, I like to knock them down a little bit, you know. But anyway, uh, so it's a change of the semester, and uh, the new semester comes up. So it's a very busy time for me. Right. So uh, I like it in some ways, and I hate it in many ways. I like it because I I make just buco overtime. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just make so much overtime, as much as I want. Right. I mean, I could work there 24 hours Because they have day. that much work. Yeah, there's that much shit going on. Crazy. To deal with. And uh, also, it was great because I didn't have to see you. Sure. So, okay. <laughs> so that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for a couple of weeks. Right, but, right. Uh, now it's pretty much, you know, it's dying down. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I, I'm getting back to a, a normal pace of life. Okay. Where uh, the past two weeks... I was working constantly and drinking heavily. <laughs> really? So now I'm not working as much, but I'm still drinking heavily. Okay. You know, which I like. Sure, sure, you sure. Know, it's it's one like, of your pastimes. Yeah, it's one it's, of my It's kind past- of a hobby. It's a, it's, a, it's a hobby, which I'm good at. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, well, practice makes perfect, Yeah, uh, as they say. Uh, hobbies, I mean, I, I have lots of hobbies. I'm okay. not going to get into them on okay. tonight's episode. okay. Because I'm excited about our guests. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I want to do talk. I, there's things that I want to talk about because I noticed a couple of things in the past few weeks. Okay. And, uh, one thing that I thought uh, was ridiculous is, you know, we have all this political drama going on in our country. Right. In our state, in our city. Yes. On my street. Oh, okay. You know, all this kind all of All politics stuff. is local. Yeah, that's what they it, say. Yeah, it, it, and... and but one thing I thought about, because I'm watching these uh, uh, hearings. Uh-huh, the impeachment hearings. Well, I don't know if they're impeachment hearings, but okay. they're just hearings. Okay. People are talking constantly in front of... Uh, it's funny, because our, 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 our elected officials are talking in front of nobody. Okay. You know? <laughs> there's like right, a crowd right. of five or four people. Uh-huh. But then there's a big crowd every once in a while. But I thought to myself, I'm looking at these people, and I f- I'm an old man. You know, okay. I, I'm the same age as you. Yeah, well, you're know, as, as young man. as you feel, man. Yeah, well, I'm an old man. Old. Okay. I feel right. really old okay. constantly. I, I've right. felt this way for like the last 17 uh, years. I felt old as, a, as even like an 18 year old. I feel younger now. I was much older then. I'm younger than that now. Anyway. Oh, what is that song? It's That's Bob a, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I know he's your hero of yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, is, is. stop that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm watching this news. On the on the on the on the news channels, 
be it the CNN or the Fox or mm -hmm. the MSNBC sure. or whatever. And I'm looking at myself, I'm thinking to myself, you know what, you know what's wrong? Hmm. What's really wrong right now? What's that? Is age limits for yeah. politicians. Yeah, yeah, we actually touched on this a couple episodes ago. Did we really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we did? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All we right. for sure covered it with Miss Pussycat. Okay, yeah. Yeah, check but it you out. You know, uh, that was a real, I, I, I got to listen to that show, mm -hmm. a little bit of that show. She's lovely, huh? Yeah, uh, well, she doesn't photograph well, though, if you ask me. Oh, no, I thought I thought it was a nice photograph, but uh, okay. You know. Okay, oh. anyway, um, so we talked about that, but but then again, I wanted to also talk about, you know, uh, I'm a trendsetter. I've always been a trendsetter. Okay. A trend you know, what? A trendsetter. <laughs> Not a trans, a trend. Okay. Right, gotcha. <laughs> because I'm the one who uh, uh, takes showers in the dark. Yes. Yes. And yes. I, You're I, an idea I man. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and I realize you can cook, you can microwave your food. Just as well with the door closed as the door open. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you took the door off your yeah, microwave, I, I took right? the door, and it cooks just as well. Okay. <laughs> it might be a little messier, <laughs> yeah. but it cooks just as well. might be cooking you at the yeah. same time, yeah. but okay. Okay. And this is something we've talked about because you brought this up many, many shows ago. Okay. Because uh, we, uh, uh, we talk about our hair. Yes. And how we keep our hair the way it is. Right, right, right. Yeah, I have the uh, the, the home haircuts, and you go uh, with no detergent, no shampoo. No, I haven't shampooed my hair in over 20 years. 20 years, yes. We've, yeah, and yes. I think I've saved my hair by now. Okay, all right. So anyway, I'm, I'm talking to my wife and daughter about a week ago, and my daughter says, I've got to go shower and shampoo. Uh-huh. Because uh, apparently, she goes, because she's on the internet, she's on the social network and all mm -hmm. that, the worst, the evils. Of, you know. And I found out that there's a thing called, there's a new trend. It's been going on, I just found about it like two weeks ago, but it's been going on for a couple weeks now, or a couple years now. Okay. Or maybe even longer than that. It's uh, poo hair. What? Poo hair. No. Okay. Just let me. Sure. Poo where, hair. Yeah, poo hair, like, like poo, like shit. Oh, yeah. You know, where more and more hair stylists and my wife's, the woman who does my wife's hair, also recommends this, is not shampooing your hair. Like okay. In the, like in the 60s. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, like, you know, and I, I, I researched it and there's, there's like actually videos on it where women, especially women, are swearing by this. Mm -hmm. Because basically what shampoo is, it's like the same stuff you wash your dishes with. Yeah, it's detergent. Yeah, it's a detergent. Mm -hmm. So it's a trend now. Okay. That's happening where more and more people are doing what I've been doing right. for 25 years. Right. Trendsetter. Yeah, I'm yeah. a trendsetter. I'm ahead of the time. Right on, right on. You right know, on. I haven't shampooed my hair in over 20 years or so. Yeah, and it's nice and, and thick and yeah, manageable. Yeah, it's manageable fluffy. and it's, it's a little uh, greasy. It's bouncing and behaving. Yeah, it's a little greasy. But right. now this is the thing. So you know, once again to the nation, listen uh, to Manny. Okay. <laughs> listen you know, to Mr. Manny. If I tell you not to wash your hair... There's Are, no, no age limit for that. There is no age yeah. limit for that, you know? Really? Exactly. So I, I read this, and I started looking at all these, like, YouTube posts and how women are swearing by... My hair is just more manageable. My hair is uh -huh. just more uh, lively and fluffy. Okay. And, you know? There's and, more to and, work with. Yeah. Um, so... Again, I'm ahead of the time. Okay, Manny. Well, you know? kudos to, to Manny Chevrolet yeah, you know, you for, know. for being... 
Jesus yeah. Christ, what the fuck so is going on over so there? That's, that's why you got all different hairstyles now. <laughs> well, hair to work with. He's got a lot of hairstyles. Yeah, Renee both, does. A lot of hairstyles. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I can hardly hear you, John. Hey, I'm over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk <laughs> right into the thing. It's because I don't have this, any this, hair. This, this guy's, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't use shampoo, right? Yeah. You use some uh, soap, huh? Well, I, I shave with shampoo. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you, you, you. I've, I've heard you talk about. Uh, uh, you put the smooth on. Yes, yeah, I put you, the smooth you like to, on. You, uh, exactly. you shave close, a close shave, and it puts the smooth yeah. on onto yeah. your shampoo. Your, your, is the way. So yeah, you still you have some hair on. up there, but you decide to shave it. Yeah. So okay. whatever whatever hair is there it does get shampoo, okay. but I scrape it off. You scrape it off oh, okay. after right. a while. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a uh, had an incident last night. It was, uh, it was the first time it's ever happened to me. I was playing at the Circle Bar, my regular Wednesday night gig with the, the old iguanas. And uh, it's the end of the night, and, you know, it's, we all have different jobs we do. I always uh, uh, count the money out, split it up with everybody. And uh, I, I like to use that little alcove that they have in the Circle Bar that has, like, a little bench kind of well, near the, the door. Where the ice machine is. Um, well, oh, no, right no, the by, the, by the front door. Oh, by the front door. It has oh, that yeah, little yeah. bench, you know, yeah, it has yeah, a nice yeah, light yeah. there, and you can all yeah, contained. I, I would never sit there. If so, I mean, well, I, I don't sit there. I just if, count if the money there. If you're running out the door with the money, you're yeah. sitting so, But it's a way, it's, it's better than any other place there. I've tried several. Anyway, so there's often a, uh, someone sitting there. Sometimes there's someone sitting there, and I'll ask them if, if, you know, they can move for a minute, and I say it very nicely. You know, I'll, I'll often say something like, um, say, do you mind if I uh, get right here to, to count my uh, stripper tips? You know, try to make a little self-deprecating That's joke. Funny. And so I say this to this woman who's sitting there, and she goes, no. <laughs> and I go, okay, well, uh, you know, stay there. That's fine. Actually, what I said is, could you scoot over a little bit? She goes, no. I said, okay, no, no problem. And uh, so I'm, there's plenty of room for me to do it in the other corner of the thing. So I'm, doing, I'm dumping all the, the tips from the tip jar out, and I'm starting to, to uh, collect it, you know, to count it. And she reaches over and grabs a whole handful of money <laughs> in, her, in her, her drunk, tight little fist. And out the door. And No, she's not going anywhere, but she starts, like, pulling it towards her. Like, she's, I don't yeah. know if she's going to put it in her pocket. or And then I go, oh, wait, 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 Miss, you know, you pussy. can't. Pussy, she's going to put it in her pussy. Can't man. do that. So, so I'm, I'm grabbing the, the other side of the bills that are sticking out of her hand. And then, and she's like starting to wrestle with me a little bit. And I don't want to wrestle with this woman. And then she grabs my hand and she's squeezing really hard. She actually kind of digs her nails into me. It's not a big injury or anything, yeah. you know, but I Whoa. didn't notice you that. You could still see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She made a couple of marks on me. That's a snake bite. But, but I thought, wait, I don't want to be wrestling with this woman because, you know, it's like uh, I'll, I'll be the guy who, who, who comes out looking bad here. Right. So I'm still, but we're, I'm holding on to half of the, you know, one half of the bills that she's got in her hands. And now she's got her hand wrapped around my hand. And now they had a doorman who was starting, who was, had shown up for the, the, they had three bands coming on after us. Yeah. And he's a guy I know, he's worked for us before. And I turn around and go, hey, could you help me here? And uh. he whips around me and starts shining the light on what's going on. And he can see that she's got my hand. She won't let it go. She's squeezing really hard. And he's yeah. going, no, no, you can't do that. No, you, you got to let, let go. And she's like, no, no. And he goes, look, you have to let him go or, you know, I'm going to call the cops. 
And she's like, call the cops. <laughs> so he goes, he walks away to, to, go, to go call the cops. And, you and know, she's still holding on. You guys are still struggling. She's still got my hand. You know, I'm, I'm just holding on to the money, and she's holding on to my hand, like, yeah, really to, tight. Trying to get out the door, too, right? No, no, she's not, she's not doing that. But she's yeah. like, you know, she's drunk, and, and she's, but she's hurting me. And, and you know, I don't want to put my hands on her, because then, again, you I'll... You should have just punched her in the well, mouth, Well, no, it's, you see, that's... Uh, she wants. She wants his. Yeah, no, yeah. So, exactly. So, so finally, she she, as he walks away to to go call the cops, she lets go of me, and I immediately like stuff all the money back into the jar and get cleaned up, and I walk away from her because you know she's nuts. If I didn't want her to start you know scratching my eyes out or whatever she's gonna do, she's she was. And that woman is Latoya Cantrell. No, it, actually, it's not. But, uh, <laughs> but it's funny you should bring her up. Look just like her. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I would not have mistaken those two for each other, but but uh, so then she's there, and the the then the the doorman says, "Well, now, Miss, you have to leave." She's like, yeah. "No," he goes, "Well, I'm the police are going to come and they're going to arrest you if you don't leave." She's like, "Let them arrest me." So then the cops show up. Yeah, and, cool. And they take her out. I'm trying to stay out of it, you know. And then they want to talk. They arrested her. They want to. Well, they, they actually they, they they tried to give her every chance to go on her own to leave, and she was giving them a hard time, just like she was giving but us a hard time. This wasn't my wife, was it? It wasn't your ex-girlfriend. That's the punchline to the story. It was your wife, right? Um, so uh, so uh, this wound up being like an hour-long ordeal. They had two police cars showed up and they were geez I'm amazed they showed up oh, no. uh, and then look, well, it was an hour and a half somebody yeah, else they would have been bouncing their head off the, the hood of the car they were being very nice to her and the police officer came in and I said look I don't want anything bad to happen to her you know I just uh, you know I, I, I just wanted to but be away from her you. Well, she didn't bite me. She, no. Well, you got something well, no, she, on your she, hand. She, she, yeah, that's, I think her nails did that. It's like uh, uh, kind of okay. dug into me a little bit. You told the cops, just get a number already and just split, right? Right. Well, you know, so so they fucked with her for a long time, like trying to get her to, to I guess, go away or something. And she just what wasn't What was her name? It. I didn't get her name. Well, and what again, kind of name do you think she had? Um, was it a Patricia, a Debbie, a Julie? Could have been a Debbie. Juanica? Could have been, de- been a Debbie. Okay, a Debbie. Yeah, yeah. Could have been a Debbie. Um, or Mia. Betsy. I'm not Betsy. sure. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, but uh, we're just trying to get a reference here. Yeah, yeah. No, she was. You know, she's a middle-aged because you know woman. Your pl- that 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 circle bar is next to that housing unit. Right, right. Which no, houses a lot of fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, they I, hang out at the bar a lot. When I lived there for years, yeah. I used to deal with a lot of these fucking nuts. Don't usually see too many of those people during the the, uh, the iguanas gigs there, but I, I do sometimes park over there, and I pass them. I tell them, hello, it's fine. But I think okay. she might have been from out of town, but and there was she wasn't there with anybody else. She was, like, talking to some other people, and we thought, well, maybe... They were with her, and we were going, saying, "Hey, could you help your friend?" They're like, "She's not my friend. I don't know that girl." Oh. <laughs> and, uh, but she liked you, Renee. So no, maybe, no, she yeah, was just out of control. I think John's right. I think no, she no, liked. No, no. Maybe she saw you on on the road one night or one day, you know, during the years of your touring. And you might have banged her. Well, no, for and sure. Maybe she's a jealous lover. De- definitely did not. Definitely and did wanted not. her big, props. I think that's it. Right definitely there. did not. But uh, she was she was at the gig. I saw her earlier, and she looked like she was having a good time. But apparently, other people that were in the crowd were saying, "Oh, that woman had been a problem 
all already. Like they she were was already probably leery one of those of LSU fan leftovers who were still celebrating their victory. Well, that's that's a you possibility. Because LSU fans are the worst. That's, yeah. I think it's obvious that she was like it's unrequited love because yeah. the bartender said that Renee was the guy for her to go for, and then he wasn't having it. It's always so, the bass players, right? Yeah, Because yeah, so. yeah, they yeah. don't have much equipment to pack up. Oh, you know? I got plenty of equipment for yeah. being upset. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. No. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, so, so they wound up taking, and, and I was waiting for the cops to leave so I could pack my stuff up because they're taking up all the parking spaces right outside. Mm -hmm. So then finally a third car pulls up with a very uh, masculine-looking female police officer gets out. It's her husband. And, uh, and she went and did something with the woman. Maybe she wouldn't even get in the car. Like the male police officers were having a hard time handling her at that point. So they sh showed up with a, a female police officer to stuff her in the back of the, uh, the squad car. Crazy, man. I never had anything like this happen my whole so career. So you press charges? No, no, no. No, they, no, I said, no, I don't want to press charges on her. I just wanted to be away from her is really my whole thing. They, were, they called the police on her because she wouldn't leave the club after she'd already done this, and now they thought, it's well. It's not a club. It's a bar. A bar. Huh? It's, <laughs> it's a, not uh, a club. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> um, this is a club we're in. This okay, is a club. Okay. That's a bar. Okay. Uh, so they wouldn't leave, the, wouldn't leave the bar, the circle bar. Uh, so yeah, it was, and then and then the police took her because she was uncooperative with them, and I don't know what was going on. But she's probably dead now. You well, killed somebody. No, I think actually, it, the she was in a, such a state that had she, had we just put her out on the street, she might not. She could have gone in any direction. She might have, you know, she was a danger to herself at that point. So. Did you have her phone number, though? Again, no. I have no contact with And taking her to person. OPP is not a danger to herself? Well, at least she'll, at least she'll uh, you know, she'll, she'll wake up sober and alive the if next, she wakes the next up. day. Well, okay, <laughs> if know, she wakes up. On, up. on the steps you know, uh, of your house. Yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think, you know, they, they weren't going to send her so to So did you make a statement prison. to the cops? No, no, no. No, I was that? out of it. No, I was uh, totally okay. uninvolved. Once uh, you let go of my hand, I, I got my shit and, and, you know, went to a different part of the bar and, you know. The, the doorman said, well, he doesn't want to press charges, and he was right there, witness to everything, so they didn't need my statement. Anyway, so uh, the, always, always a little excitement there at the old Circle Bar. So, uh, so yeah, come on now? out. Uh, what's that? Where is I, she now? I do not oh, know. Is that her? I, I don't know. Maybe she'll show up here at the ring room. Anyway, so should we introduce our guest here? Well, wait a minute. I, I, okay. know, I didn't know you guys. <laughs> wait a minute. So you have no problem now. She's gone. Right. Okay. All right. Introduce our guest. Okay. So our, our guest is, a, is, a, is actually from, he grew up in Rochester, New York, but he's been living in New Orleans for many, many, many years. He's a great electric guitar player, blues player, singer, songwriter, uh, great slide guitar player, concentrates on the Delta Blues and sort of has in invented his own style of amalgam of Delta Blues and New Orleans street beat and second line mambo rhythms. So uh, without further ado, Mr. John Mooney. Welcome, John. Well, thank you, Renee, and thank you, Manny. Welcome, yeah, welcome. It's a pleasure to Glad be here. Glad to have you here. Well, thanks. I thanks for the cigarette, too. Dang. Yeah, man, he's got a... He got, doesn't got smoke. Those, I don't right. smoke anymore. Doesn't smoke anymore, but he's yeah. holding a cigarette in his yeah, hand. Just, uh, uh, 
because uh, I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> you know, yeah, so I, I hold the cigarettes now. You know? That's good. Well, they don't yeah. allow smoking in the ring room right now. No, they don't allow smoking anywhere, really. Things, things change. Not even in my car. Right. Yeah, I found out about that. Yeah, you found out about that. Yeah. Um, but welcome. But well, you thank sound... You, thank you. you you're, you're from Rochester? Yeah, actually, I'm from New Jersey originally. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. New Jersey. You have more... Orange, New, Orange, New Jersey. East... East Orange. Is yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. How'd you know? I mm. I can guess things. <laughs> I I really don't do my homework, but I've been around. You yeah. know what they East Orange. Okay. I've been, I I lived right. on the East Coast for a year in, in mm-hmm. Manhattan, for a year. And uh, when I wasn't working, I I went around. I, I took the I took the train all to the tri-state areas and stuff like that. Mm. Just to, so because I wanted I wanted to see Hoboken where Frank was born and stuff, and and I went upstate. You know, with Frank who? Frank Sinatra. Oh, you know, there you go. Uh, yeah, famous Frank's, resident yeah. of Hoboken, New yes, Jersey. Yes, Hoboken, yes, yes, Jersey. Yes. Yeah, hey. and I, I, I went. Uh, he's no introduction. Yeah, <laughs> he's a man of reproduction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yes. Um. So welcome. Yeah, welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. A pleasure. So, John, one one interesting thing about you is is uh, as a as a teenager, you were already playing guitar, and you'd you'd become uh, uh, enamored with uh, the playing of Robert Johnson, great uh, great blues player. And then you uh, you met and and fell under the uh, the the tutelage of Sun House, yeah, the great Sun House. Who, right. interestingly enough, Robert Johnson grew up listening to Sun House and and. Uh, you know, trying to sit in with Sun House, so it's it's crazy that Sun was it predates Robert Johnson and was a grown man when when Robert was was in his formative years. I know, and Robert was long gone by the time I showed up. Right, right. Yeah. So, and and there's great uh, videos of Sun House from uh, one of his resurgence periods, like in the in the late '60s. There's right, great black right. and white uh, videos. Um, somewhere he's playing and singing. Somewhere he's just singing, clapping his hands. But somewhere he's dancing. Somewhere he's dancing. Right, dancing with Book of White. And right, right. Stuff. Yeah, which actually when we were doing gigs, sometimes he would, uh, like, uh, grinning in your face or John the Revelator, songs like that, he would he would usually sing a cappella. Right. So when we played together, I would play guitar behind him. And oh, okay. He, and he would stand up and sing them. And then sometimes he would just stand up and start Dancing, kind of like buck dancing. And how you know? old oh, were cool. you at this time? How I was old? like 16, 17. Okay, wow. This is the early 70s. Because the Sun House is older than Robert Johnson. He's yeah. got to be pretty fucking old. Yeah. He was, uh, we don't know how old he was, actually. Um, Dick Waterman, who was Sun's manager, thought that he was actually about 15 years older than what he said. Because okay. when he, because in the, 40s, he moved to Rochester. So he lied uh, about his age, he maybe because he was too old to get a, a job on the uh, on the railroad. Oh, okay. In the, in the in too like 40, old to yeah, get a job. 43, 44. Oh, okay. He was too old, so he um, he falsified a birth certificate to make him look younger. Oh, yeah. oh no kidding. So he was probably 85 when I met him. Wow. But he and was, what was but his, his real name? Sun House couldn't Ed, have been his Eddie. Eddie House? Ed, well, Ed, yeah, Eddie. I don't know if it was Edgar. My dad's name was Edgar. Hmm. Edgar. Uh, but it was My like, attorney's name is Edgar. Yeah, it's a common name for people yeah. with uh, so only a few into the alphabet. Right. Edgar is what my 
But it was Latin. Oh, what's interesting, though, is son's name was Ed or Eddie, and my dad's name was Ed, but my dad's nickname was Sonny. Really? Yeah. Really? Crazy, and that man. Was, and that's what they call the Son House, so kind of went full circle. Wow. So like I, I like had two dads. So the last name was actually House? House, yeah. Okay. Now, what is house? What kind of ethnicity? I mean, is that... Uh, mm, I is don't that, know. African, uh, I guess. African? African Mississippi. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they didn't want to call him Ed Plantation, so... Oh, okay. Ed House. Now, on those videos, no. Son often seems... He has a worried look on his face, or, or he seems, um, uh, seems sad. Was was that part of his demeanor, or is I'm just seeing I'm being too selective about it? No, he says, but, well, oh, were those the he drugs? Wasn't, he it was the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he wasn't always as sad as he looked, but I think it was more of a concerned. Uh huh. You know, some people might think it was sad, but. He was more concerned. You like, know, he always has know, like a furrowed brow a little bit. You yeah, know? and I think that came from uh, his preaching days. Okay, you know, so because you can't have the you can't have the preacher up there joking around and stuff. Sure. Right? You know, I mean, back in the back, you know, backstage is all right, but not when you're in the pulpit. You know, so he had that kind of serious look to him, and you could tell when he was getting ready to come out with something he was going to tell you because he'd look even more serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I understand that when you were studying with him that y'all would have to go outside because his wife didn't (laughs) allow any blues in the house. He could only play gospel music in the house. Right. No blues in the house. So so when we were sitting around the house, he'd he'd play spiritual stuff, you know, like John the Revelator, you know, and and there was all kinds of spiritual stuff that he knew because he was a preacher. Okay. So, yeah, he knew all. He was still doing that at the time that you knew him? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh. And what, where are you living at? Where is this now? Is this here? This was in Rochester. Rochester, Rochester, okay. New York. So yeah. how does Sun House get to Rochester? Well, in uh, like '43, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he married Evie, uh-huh. his wife. I don't know what her name was before House, but they got married. And Willie Brown was a good friend of uh, Sons, and they played together. And Willie died right around then, and. At the same time, I think that, uh, I think Evie kind of wanted Son to kind of, you know, get out of the scene they were in, where he was like playing a lot of, playing a lot of gigs and stuff like that, you know, so, and also they had family up in Rochester. Okay. In Detroit and Rochester. So they moved up to Rochester and uh, then he got a job on the railroad and the rest is history. You know, my first fake ID was from Rochester, New York. Really? Yeah. Wow. I had gone, uh, in my, my high school class went to New York for winter break, and I was in the theater department. We'd gone to uh, New York for a week to see Broadway shows. So you were in New York so, City. Yeah, we were in Manhattan. But there was a place me and some friends found where you can get fake IDs because we were like all 17 years. Uh-huh. And all these fake IDs said we were all from Rochester, New York. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so you could get into the Fillmore, right? Well, yeah, I could get anywhere. After I, I flew back to L.A., you know, I was now a senior in high school. And I, you know, at lunchtime, it was like 
let's go get some beers. And I had the fake ID because I was right. from Rochester, New York, and I was 21 years old. All right. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah, in 69, I went to the Fillmore. Okay. It, uh, on New Year's. As a matter of fact, right. New Year's uh-huh. went to the film on 69. That was great. Oh, God. And Who'd you say? I went saw, um, uh, uh, I think it was Taj Mahal and Mountain. Oh, okay. Mountain with the great uh, Leslie, uh, Leslie, West. Leslie West. Yes, yes. Yeah. Inventor of the pig squeal. What year right? was yeah. this? What year? 1969. Okay, New Year's Eve yeah. 69 going into 70? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a hell of a gig. Yeah, it was the first time I'd been there, well, by myself. Did I went, you fry? I went, no, we took a bus down with some friends of mine. No, I said, did you fry, not fry? Fry? <laughs> not fly. Uh, <laughs> no, no. My, uh, Fillmore West or Fillmore East? Fillmore East, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never played the Fillmore East. I did play the Fillmore West, though. Did you fry then? I fried then. I fried <laughs> the hell out of that place. <laughs> I played the Fillmore West. Oh, you did? Long, well, 1990, early 90s. 90s. Yeah. It was, probably, it was probably around then that I played. And I it was a resurgence because the Fillmore West had kind of died down in the 80s. Right. It wasn't hip anymore. Then it kind of got popular again with the yeah. MTV and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And I, uh, my band opened for three other bands. And we were like... One of the first bands to play. Yeah, you know it was yeah. cool though. Yeah, yeah it was. I fun. played there one time actually yeah. with yeah. Uh, with Chuck Prophet. I think we opened for like the Call or the Fall or oh, okay. one of those bands. Well, we <laughs> opened for uh, it was Two Free Stooges, Thelonious Monster, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a good so, show. Yeah, it was a good show, and I could just I I just wanted to, I, I could feel the ghost of uh, Bill Graham and all those guys and stuff <laughs> like that. It's a great venue. I don't think he was. No, he was still alive at that time. Yeah, no, he wasn't there. Right, right, right. You could feel his presence. I I could feel his presence. Right, right, right on. You know, taking my money. Yeah. You know. Bill was there. Bill was there when we were there the first time. Yeah. First time, but then and then well, and then when we played at like Shoreline, Uh uh, he sometimes Bill would be around there. Yeah. You know, but that was yeah, that was like nineties, late eighties, right? 90s, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a resurgence for the Fillmore West. Yeah. I really think around that time there was a resurgence for a lot of things. You know, a lot. Of, it was yeah. a resurgence for uh, I know some of those like uh, uh, vintage clothes shops. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, comic book shops and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's actually uh, well. Jeff Sarley used to play bass with me, and uh-huh. he used to like to go in those vintage yes. clothes shops and snappy used, dresser, the great yeah, exactly. Jeff Sarley. Miss him terribly. Yep. And uh, I would usually get to like maybe within a foot of the door, yeah. and then I and then say, "I'll wait out here for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for you. <laughs> Nothing for me here." Yeah, they yeah. didn't have a. Uh, like a dry cleaner in the back. They don't, right. They don't so you're not into vintage in clothing or thrift stores not or anything? Not anymore. Back in the, back in the 70s, maybe. But, uh, right. Playing the yeah. Vine game. Yeah. 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 See, so. I will never buy vintage underwear. That's the one okay. thing I'll yeah. never buy. It's a solid, yeah. Yeah. solid piece of yeah. advice. Vintage underwear. Yeah. I always yeah. thought maybe. You know, yeah. I'll buy a vintage jacket or a shirt or maybe some trousers. Well, no, it's but no di- socks it's, it's, or underwear. It's different, okay. though. If, if it's somebody, who, a good friend of yours who's died, you know, then that could change things. You know, you never can tell. 
I don't know, I don't but, uh, but, <laughs> but it's up to you, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, so I'm not. Like, uh, what you do with your underwear is up to you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We all have uh, agency. Well, and like, personal and like my hair, mm-hmm. I rarely wash my underwear. Okay. Well, then definitely don't want to pass it on anymore. That brings us back to 42nd Street. There you go. Because I also saw. I saw, uh, 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 so what is it called when they have two movies together? A double feature. Yeah, double feature. Yeah. I saw uh, 42nd Street, so um, Deep Throat and... Uh, Car Wash? Uh, and Devil and Mrs. Jones. And Devil and Mrs. Jones, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So you saw that Well, I, I remember that. I was a child at the time, but yeah. I remember that those movies were kind of playing, you know, they were they were, they were no, a that big was, sensation. Uh, yeah. I saw Deep Throat in uh, the 70s. Went, uh, took a couple buses to Santa Monica Boulevard. It was playing at the yeah. Pussycat Theater. Oh, okay. They let me in. Yeah. They let us in. They didn't give a fuck. They right. let us in. Um, I, I just thought... I uh, the Pussycat. Um, I didn't think the acting was very great. Okay. <laughs> but the action was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You right. like the story. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, what was the story again? Well, so, John, <laughs> let's get back to you <laughs> moving to New Orleans here. Yeah, son and I, I know uh, the story. We, we, would, we wouldn't go to the art theaters, you know, but we'd, we'd do gigs. You know, back when Son and I played together, that was, like, more in the early 70s. Okay. So it was like um, co-ops, you know, co-ops, um Folk, not folk halls, where they bean and feed. Uh, oh, I know, it's, uh, hippie joints. You know? Right, right. Yeah, and some bars, as far as nightclubs, stuff like that. But you know, kind of uh, like the Genesee Co-op in Rochester okay. was the one we played at. And, you so know. at some point, I'm sorry, just to move on. I swear, this, these guys singing at the bar are driving me insane. <laughs> But, uh, is it the music? Try to try to ignore <laughs> this. But so at some point you, you in like seventy nine or so or seventy six you you come down to New Orleans and uh, yeah drawn well, by the music. And well, I had, I had been living for the most part. I mean, a, a lot of times I was just hitchhiking around the country playing at street fairs huh. and stuff like that. When the weather was nice, they'd have street fairs and you'd you'd like play at one in like uh, Detroit or Ann Arbor. And then the next one would be, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, in like uh, Santa Monica or something. Uh-huh. And so you just, you know, from from other people on the street scene, you'd find out where the next one was, and you'd kind of all travel together, and hmm. you'd see each other at different street fairs. Riding the rails, were you? Occasionally, but okay. mo- mostly hitchhiking. Oh, really? You know? yeah. Still safe to hitchhike at that time, or not really? It was until I, it wasn't, and these... Uh, I got a ride from these guys who were uh, driving from Walla Walla in in Washington. Uh-huh. They just got out of Walla Walla uh, uh, federal prison. prison. Federal prison. They wanted they, to go to Kalamazoo. No, they wanted to go to Florida. Uh, okay. Wow! Yeah. And uh, of course they did. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well, and, yeah. That's and like everything. a fool, I'm standing in uh, in the middle of like Nevada, in the desert, and. And there's like on the back of the signs, the speed limit signs, whatever. There's like, I was here for 32 hours, you know. I was here for 73 hours, and I'm like, I've been there for about 18 hours. Oh, jeez! When Wait these, for a these ride. guys pull up in the, you know, early afternoon, I go, 
I'm like, shit, I just throw my stuff in the trunk and jump in, you uh-huh. know, which is like stupid, stupid, stupid. Because then you can't jump out because yeah, yes, your stuff exactly. is trapped in the trunk, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, so, uh, and they had, but they had a few cases of beer between them in the front seat, and they, uh-huh. you know, throw the bottles out the window, and and so anyway, we're driving along, and, and uh, they're having some conversations that apparently had to do with me, because uh-huh. they wouldn't let me hear what they were saying, as they were kind of eyeing me, and this and that, and then it started getting dark, and we were getting near the Badlands. You know, it was all just prairie and these, uh, like, mesas or, you know, these big rocky things. Right. You know? And uh, we stopped at this rest area, and uh, I said, Hey, Lee, uh, well, uh, it's getting a little chilly. Let me get my sweater out the back. So he opens the trunk, and I grab my guitar and my pack, and I say, Sayonara, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which uh, there was this uh, Native American gentleman who was traveling with them too, and and so the three of them were like over in this little shelter, like like going, oh no, he's like he's getting away because I'm away. walking <laughs> off, you know, because he goes whoa, you know, he runs over to the other guys, and so I walk up to this pickup that has a camper on it, and. Uh, and I knock on the door, and this old couple opens the door. I'm like, they tell them what's going on, and like, can I come in and hang with you guys? They're like, no way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so they did stand and talk with me for about 10 minutes until these guys finally got in their car and split. They gave up on you. They figured it was the one that got away. <laughs> yep, yep. So and, 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 they, and that person's name was Jim Jones, was it? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't find <laughs> out. But what I did find out, so I, I took my stuff and I put it on top of the, uh, the uh, outhouse building. And then, so you couldn't see it from the road. Mm. And then I took out, off into the prairie and just about 100 yards or so. And, and I hid out there. And about 15, 20 minutes later, who comes driving back through the rest area but my old buddies from Walla Walla. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 Come and look for you again. Yep. God, so man, they, 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 they really liked you, huh? Well, they figured I might have something a little more than just uh, money to offer. Oh, know? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. That's yeah, so, so they circled around for about five, ten minutes and then took off and... Wow. So good times, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Good time. <laughs> yeah, was, and my next stop was New Orleans, and I decided that, well, maybe I'll just kind of stick around here for a while. Right on, right on, John. I'm glad we got to New Orleans. And, and you know, it's, it's, it seems like a good time to uh, take a little break and get another drink, Manny. Uh, a little break. That is action. what you wish, Renee. You yeah, drink fast. I see, uh, well, you know, Manny needs one. I can see I need one, too. So, uh, Nation, why don't you go uh, fix yourself another cocktail, and we'll be right back. Yeah. And we're back, back in the ring room, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coman, back with Mr. John Mooney. I am the Moon Man. Yes, yes. Yes. So, John, we, we left off when we just... Uh, uh, well, just got... Yeah, yeah. We, we, you had just gotten to New Orleans. So you, you get yes. to New Orleans, you, you, you <laughs> fall into the, the New Orleans music scene with uh, guys like I Earl fell, King I, I and, fell in. Yeah, and as Professor fact, Longhair the, uh, and Johnny Vodakovich and yep, Zigaboo. The and, day I got here, mm-hmm. actually it snowed. Oh, really? I think. But uh, it's not close to the day I got here. But anyway, uh, my friend Brooklyn Robert picks me up on, on his Harley, and we go over. First thing we do is go over to the waterworks, uh, you know, where the, on Claiborne, over there where the water, you know, the waterworks. Yeah, water uh, purification plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're having uh, some bands over there and stuff, some music. Huh. 
I go over there and hear uh, Earl King and Professor Longhair being backed up by some members of the Rhapsodizers. Oh, okay. Like uh, Dave Malone and Ed Volker. I think Becky Curry was playing bass. Oh, okay, cool. Frank uh, Bua was probably playing drums uh-huh. for part of it. And they were backing up Earl and, uh, and Fess. And nice. so I, I hear them. And then that evening we go over to, to the Leaf and hear uh, Booker. Cool, man. Yeah, so the first day I'm in town, within hours, I see, you know, those three guys. Earl King, Professor Longhair, and James Booker. Yeah, yeah. And I go, eh, I kind of like this place. Maybe right. I'll stick around, you know. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. And so you were playing, uh, you were already playing uh, 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 country blues, playing slide. Um, Delta stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, so you were familiar with some of the New Orleans music already. Yeah, yeah. My friend Brooklyn, he kept... Uh, he played piano and harmonica and, and lap slide. And he'd play with uh, Professor Longhair. He'd go and uh, like uh, play a couple of songs with the band. Uh-huh. And then before Fess would come up. And uh, he kept writing me and saying, man, you got to come down here and you got to hear these guys, you know. And they go like uh, Old Man Rivers and places like that right. and stuff. And so he'd been telling me about these guys for a while. And uh-huh. he, he knew them all. So, yeah, so... I kind of well knew those guys like right off, and then cool. So now was 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 uh, Uganda Roberts playing uh, conga with with uh, Professor Longhair and those the, yeah. those gigs. So that's yeah. the first time you met him, right? And yeah. you still play with him all the time. Yep. That's yep. that's that's uh, I've played with you for for many years. I always say I've I've replaced three different bass players <laughs> with, with your band who have have, have passed away. Yes, unfortunately. Um, and 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 uh, yeah, great bass players. You know, David Lee Watson. Bobby Sheehan, uh, yep. uh, Jeff Sarley, who you who just mentioned. When I yep. tell people that story, they always go, "Oh, Renee, you got to be careful," you know. I say, <laughs> yeah, really? I, I say, "No, no, no. It's it's only whoever takes over for me permanently has to be careful, you know. And I'm I'm good, you know. There it's you like go. I understand that you have a hellhound on your trail. I, I'm just wary. <laughs> something. Um, just bad uh, luck with bass players. I, I'm I'm aware that the the hound is there. I, I make sure never to look him in the eye. You know, we're there we're aware go. of each other's right. presence. You right. know, you just don't don't want to. Don't want him to, to uh, train his gaze on you. <laughs> you run faster than the hellhound. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so and right around that time, I started playing with uh, Johnny Magny and uh, Lee Harris. Okay, sure. And uh, and then right around that time, um, as we were playing in a little place called Ford's Place. Right, right. Jimmy yeah. Ford's Place. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tipitina's opened up around the corner. Mm-hmm. And so we started playing over there, and and we added like a bass player and a drummer, you know, because Johnny Magny, of course, plays keyboards. And, right. And Lee sang. So we had a group. We were kind of the house band at Tips when it first opened up. Oh, okay. It's called the Backdoor Blues Review. Oh, all right. Yeah, with Greg Mazel playing saxophone, and I think Matthew Allen was playing with us and stuff. A bunch of different people. And then uh, that band turned into uh, Little Queenie and the Percolators. Right, right. Yeah. Great yeah, band. I, I yeah, went yeah. on the road and uh, about 1980. So, so you played in the Percolators for... No. Oh, okay. No, okay. I, went, I went on the road doing, doing my own thing. Okay. And I came back and Magny and Lee, they had taken the band over. Yeah. <laughs> but Brooklyn Robert kept telling Lee, you got to call yourself Lil Queenie. Got to call yourself Lil Queenie. 
And so that's what she did. Oh, okay. Became a little queenie in the percolators. Right on. Yeah. So what happens when you leave town for a little while and you come back and... Yeah, yeah, they always say, you know, uh, uh, you know, presence is the most important thing, you know, and in, in, in your absence, anything can happen. You yeah, know? presence right. is nine-tenths of the law. Right, right, right. Or yeah. if you don't want yeah. them to drink your drink, take it with you. There you go, <laughs> there you go. They, so, so, but then you wind up start having the Bluesiana Band, which is, yep. uh, has, has been your, your band name, the, the thing you've operated right. under, and you've yeah. put out like 15 records uh, right. uh, under that, that, right. that uh, thing. The last yeah. one put out a couple of years ago, uh, I played on with you, finally, yep. finally made it on to, to the, uh, the recorded... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know the, you were waiting. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were afraid something was going to happen to you. No, you no, 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 no. <laughs> I've, I've never refused your call, John. You know that. You know, oh, it, it I know, all, but there's, you know, you got to draw the line somewhere if you want to stick around, you know. Right. Now, sometimes my wife, when you call, she goes, mm, uh, I go, don't worry, no, I'm good, still I'm good, with baby. the old guanas, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so, the original Bluesiana band, uh, Kenneth Blevins, was yes, the drummer. The, the great Kenny Blevins. Yep, and uh, and he ended up being the drummer in Little Queenie and the Percolators. Yes. And uh, Ricky Cortez was the bass player. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember when, yeah. when those guys were playing in that band. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, yep, that's it. Right on, right on. That's so it. I've never seen you play before. I've never seen. I, well, I, the I, way I, the I, way it I, happened. But have those guys from Walla Walla ever seen you play? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Good question, man. I don't know. You know, they may be. I, I, I really don't care for music or that kind of stuff. I don't go. I don't. Oh, go but see you'd music. love these guys from Walla Walla. Oh, maybe I would. What were they playing? Right what were they playing in the cassette, the eight track, while you were traveling? Uh, were they playing? They, they like, didn't you know, have an eight track. I don't know where they found the car. Either. Sing some prison <laughs> songs, some some uh, some some some, uh, some chain gang chants or something. Yeah, right. some field yeah. hollers. Yeah, right. lumberjack tunes probably. Right. They're from yeah, Walla they might, Walla. They might still yeah. be in Angola. I don't know if they made it past Angola. Well, that's true. Well, that's true. They, they probably went back to Walla Walla looking for you. They might yeah, have. I, don't I have know. the feeling that they didn't make it all the way to Florida. No, they're, I, they're, I don't think so either. Yeah, if they did, they they probably left uh, yeah, <laughs> a few yeah. wanton souls yeah, along the way. Yeah, their uh, bones are in some swamp somewhere. Oh, Jesus. Something uh, like that. That's where I knew that guy from. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he looked familiar yeah. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> so, John, you, you have the song Sacred Ground. Right. So it's And you have a certain affiliation with, with, uh, with these kind of spiritual practices, voodoo, some people will call them. Yeah. Um, how, how did you get into all of that? Well, that uh, I got into through the uh, Island of Salvation Botanica, which hmm. is Sally Glassman's um, Botanica. And she's a voodoo priestess here in New Orleans. Sure, sure, yeah. And, uh, and I had known her for years. And, um, and there were certain questions I had about um, um, some spiritual things that I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out. And so... Uh, so her, uh, so she uh, said, well, come on by and we'll do a ceremony. And so uh, Reverend Goat, um, you know Reverend Goat? Okay. Uh, he, Reverend Goat Carson. Uh-huh, sure. So uh, um, her and Reverend Goat and, uh, and, and I, well, we had a ceremony, which, uh, uh, you know, with voodoo, you, uh, um, it incorporates spirits, you know, that somebody channels the spirits, you know, who, who come. And so it answered my questions, which was great. And so that's how I got involved in it in the first place was that, you know, it uh, had the answers I was looking for. Right on, right yeah. on. Yeah. Well, and, and, well and what I, were the questions? 
Oh, uh, you, you were looking for answers. What were the questions? Uh, same question everybody has. What the hell am I doing here? Meaning of life, the, the purpose, everyone's purpose yeah, on the planet. It, well, it's yes. kind of like, where did everybody go? Yeah. Okay. That kind of thing. The yeah. afterlife you were concerned with. Actually, the former life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm into that. No, I dig that. Yeah, you know, yeah they, because I, re I remembered where I was before I came here. No kidding. Yeah, and so the spirit that... You were in Walla Walla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of long ago. What did you remember? I remembered um, who who I was with before I came here. I mean, aside from... from, And this is like right before I, was, I came here, which was not like... Like sometimes you remember past lives and it's mm -hmm. like, you you know, they're in the same, like relatively the same world that we're in now, you know, except maybe earlier years. Okay. And this was not a similar world at all. Really? Right. And so uh, it was uh, the spirit who came and used uh, Reverend Goat's body so he could, you know, talk to me uh -huh. and stuff was the guy who actually sent me here. Really? Yeah. And so, so you sound like a guy who did a lot of drugs. I have done a few yeah, drugs okay. yeah, here and there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, so. but you wouldn't attribute these these uh, this foreknowledge to any of the no, drugs. No, it has nothing to do with that. Right. And uh, yeah, and, and like well, and voodoo is a serious thing. You know, sure. It's a very uh, a lot of people just look at it as like you know you know a lot of uh, well, there's oh, a touristy kind of thing exactly. take on. Yeah. We're not talking about that. I understand, John. Yeah. You're, you're a serious guy. Yeah. You know. You're, and. Uh, so, so anyway, so yeah, so it's like, so I found that uh, through that, it was, it was uh, putting the name or the words to a lot of the things that I had experienced. Okay. So I could, uh, I could understand that better, you know, like different uh, spiritual um, mm, meetings I'd had through the years and stuff like that. Okay. You know. Now, when you meet people, do you, do you often find you have a certain resonance that that is a um you know transcendental um connection with them like, like maybe you, like you knew them someplace before yeah 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 yeah, yeah absolutely uh-huh yeah and there's some people sometimes uh you can figure out um what where where and when you knew each other from okay yeah, which is a, which is interesting. When it you, is when man. you find somebody who's it's fascinating. Yeah, because there was uh, somebody I'm really close with, and and we figured out what what uh, what the situation was, how we knew each other like a long time ago, you know, a couple couple, well, about two thousand years ago. No so kidding. As far as I can tell, yeah, something like uh, that. On on a in in a different world. Yeah. Or, or oh. no, it was it was here, but okay. it, you know. I assume it was here. I mean, uh -huh. I don't know if there's like different. Uh, they look like this, but they're different uh, dimensional. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's like once you get out there, it's like you realize that there's so much stuff that it can be like anything. You know, and whether it's or just whether it's all just a construct of your mind. Or sure. Not, you know, and how much of it is a construct of your mind? Right. So, we're it's we're trying to make sense of something that that's it's it's difficult to 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 uh, quantify. You know, right. a lot of times it sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me, well, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't believe in any of that. Shit, no, I, I get that, Manny. Yeah, yeah well, you know, and, and, all, and all 
you, people. You're born, you don't. live, you die. That's the way I look at it. Exactly. You know? And that's All right? and, that, and that is Unless pretty much drugs enhance uh, the, the <laughs> imagination. It, yeah. Benny, you got it. But right if you're there. gonna tell me you knew someone two thousand years ago, I'm gonna say bullshit on that, man. We all live our personal yeah. our own yeah, lives. Yeah. You're living a certain reality, you know, we we each have our own interpretation of our experiences and yeah okay. you, know, you as you go through life you find out what's true and what's not and yeah. you, and, and when you have experiences that happen uh, involving other people and you don't n- really know those people you know then then you can tell that it's probably something pretty credible okay all right. Now you have a long-standing uh, relationship and musical uh, affiliation with uh, a good friend of, of Manny's and mine, uh, and a former Troubleman podcast guest, Mr. Carlo Nucio. Carlo, and a big dope <laughs> addict too. Well, Carlo no, he's, 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 he's been clean for. I think he just made. Uh, I don't know, so 10, 12, 12 yeah, years. He still or something, owes you know? me like a two hundred bucks. He well, never you know. did that ninth step. Yeah. But yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, oh, was that paying paying people back? Then well, apologizing and you know making, making amends. Yeah, making amends. But and you know, a, a there is apolo- no there is no step for paying back the money that <laughs> yeah, you took. And, from and Manny, you know, just because somebody apologizes doesn't mean that they pay you back what they the money. You well, it doesn't you mean know. they're really this honest is, about their apology either. Spiritual stuff, right? Yeah. Don't well, for him, yeah, but money, it, it does though. nothing for me. <laughs> You know, well, then you, you know, you're still out the door. Yeah, I'm still out 200 bucks. You yeah, know, that I'll you, never see again. But did you drink the wheatgrass? Wheatgrass? Yeah. No, I'm not into that fucking shit. Well, maybe you should maybe you should try drinking the wheatgrass juice. No, 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 no. I'm from LA, dude. I did all that. Uh, I had girlfriends who did all that shit. I wouldn't do any of that. You were drinking a different kind of juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, the most healthiest people I know, especially back in LA, who are hardcore. You know, uh, aerobics instructors and wheatgrass drinkers, they were always sick constantly. Yeah. They were the <laughs> ones who were always. Yeah, they always had the sniffles. They always had the fever, <laughs> all that shit. It's like, okay, you're the healthiest person that you want to be, but why are you always sick? You know? Because they weren't taking the right drugs. Yeah, yeah, they weren't taking the right drugs. Exactly. No, you know, it's like. It's, it's like the story that, that you hear is that that stuff, uh, you know, taking all that stuff, it cleans out your system. So apparently yeah, it, having it, the sniffles and everything is all the bad shit coming out. Well, of you're you, so you clean know? that you're you're not you're not immune to all the little germs that we're immune to by jumping into the sewage ocean or uh-huh. jumping into the East River and all that kind of stuff that builds up your immunity. Those things. Yes. You yes. know, that's kind of stuff. You know, when they said don't go into the Venice Beach this week because there's a problem. Bacteria yeah, or bacteria. something. We'd all jump in there and go body <laughs> surfing. And we are all never got sick, but the ones who didn't go in got yeah, sick. Yeah, okay. yeah, you see, but surfboards don't have like that instructional thing on it. Like the, the when you get on the treadmill, now they got a little screen and you just read the screen that says, don't go into water because there's bad stuff in there. And when you walk outside, you can smell it in the air, and immediately you start getting the sniffles and started feeling sick because now you know. But I think as a younger person, you should dive into all that stuff. As an older person, I wouldn't do it anymore. Okay. But as a younger person, you need to do that. A certain window, you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. because. But don't you think it would be beneficial to older people too? 
Uh, yeah, to some, keep the I old guess. immune system yeah. tuned up, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Give, give it a run for its money. Yeah. To take it out and uh, and run uh, around. Yeah, the block. I'm I'm such an you old. Know, yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you this is the only you, time you, I go out now, John. You don't think I lost this all this hair by just standing looking at the water, do you? No, I, <laughs> I got in there with all that shit. It looks like you have a full head of hair, but you just shave it. I'm I'm looking at your roots there and stuff no, like no, that. That's it's, it's from it's uh, from falling out of cars, <laughs> <laughs> jumping out of cars, jumping well, out of cars. Now, for yeah. many years, you, you had a, a lovely myself. set of hair. Yeah. For when I when I when I first knew you, I tripped. Okay, I tripped out of the car. Okay, now I, I remember uh, when I stumbled. You, you you for many years had a, a steady Sunday night gig at Madigan's. Yeah, and then you yeah. would finish your gig and you would come over to the Iguana's steady gig at the Maple Leaf afterwards and hang out and you would always approach me and it took me a while to figure you out because you would always say something very obtuse and you were trying to you, you know you're you're a bit of a a, a, a jester not a jester but a, I was uh, trying to channel Booker okay <laughs> well, okay well no no I get it no because you were we were at the Maple Leaf so you yeah. would you would say these off-the-wall things to me and, and I would try to figure them out and I finally realized oh no he's he's a trickster that's what you are he's he's right. he's trying to he's trying to get my goat he's trying to I'm try I'm trying to get over that and I wasn't trying to get your goat I was just trying to see how gullible you were I right guess, right well so. I'm very gullible but uh, but then yeah. I the most gullible then I, guy I've ever met. I just said, now he's trying to find out how gullible I am. Then, then, I, then I, I figured off. it out, and I started uh, turning the tables on you. I remember one time you were you came up and you were talking to me, and David Lee Watson was your bass was your bass player right. at the time, great idol of mine. You know, I grew up as a child. He was the bass player in in uh, Luther Kent and Trick Bag. You, you grew know. up as a child. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I, I was. Well, when I, I was hope, growing up. I, was I only a child. hope yeah, you yeah, grew yeah. up as a child. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, so you were talking to me, and I said, I said, so it's a sh shame about Dave leaving. You went, what? And I said, yeah, Dave's leaving you, right? And you went, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, now, now a turnabout is fair play, isn't it, John? <laughs> that was the first of many, I assure you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know. Somebody, Alvin, Alvin Youngblood Hart did that to me, too. Oh, you yeah. Know? And I find it's like, it's much easier finding out how gullible somebody else is than, than them finding out how gullible you Dealing are. Dealing with your own yeah. gullibility. Well, because <laughs> yeah. I always give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, and, and, uh -huh. and uh, you know, it, it, I, I will bite on something that, uh, you know, uh, you know I, I, I attribute it to having an open heart and, you know, uh, yeah. you know I, I'm, I'm happy the rest with... rest of us just think you're gullible. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it's it. It's the worst thing to have is an open heart. Don't okay. have an open heart. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. It's, like it's, doing... it's better to have an open wallet. No, yeah. no, no. My yeah. wallet's not open. But, you know, <laughs> well, we know which, that. Which, we know that. But speaking of that, I'm, try, I'm trying to get over that. I'm trying not to do that as much because having had a few people like yourself turn the tables on me, I went... Well, maybe maybe that's why people don't like me so much. <laughs> oh, people love you, John. No. Uh, I tell you They're what, just playing games. I tell you what, we we played that uh, poor boy festival. I played that yeah. with you, right. and I, I did a little social media posting uh, about it because there was nothing. You you don't play that game. You know, although I did see that you have like six thousand followers and you don't do any posts. Wow. So uh, you're missing out on well, a bet. I, that's because I have I have two. Uh, 
two Facebook pages. Well, and I, I only, don't I don't know how to get to one of them. I only saw one. It has six thousand <laughs> followers. But your Must last post was two year, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, we're, for this podcast, you're going to uh, you're going to share it to your six thousand listeners because okay. they'll they'll want to hear this. So we're gonna you'll have a an well. You're gonna have to post. tell them how to do it. Yeah, no, I'll come over. I'll come over to his house and and, yeah. and show it's like you. Like I don't you know. know how to do it either. Yeah, I, I know, care less about no, that we'll, stuff. We'll get My hands wife on. knows how to how to. Okay. She knows how to get to, to how to access the other one. Right okay. on, right on. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll yeah, get with I, your wife. I, I and, uh, we're friends, you know. <laughs> we're, we've we've been on the road together, you know, with you, you know. Right. Not, well, not that just the that, two of us, that explains why uh, the year before last, somebody messaged me and said, said. Do you ever respond to any of these messages? <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't respond. <laughs> That's the same way I, I am. I, 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 you know, I, I post something and then people want me to respond to it. And I say, no, I'm not going to respond to it. I know, and my messenger yeah. thing doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, like, cause... you know, uh, the great uh, 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 Monty Python, Terry Jones, died yesterday. Yes. I heard yes. that. Yeah. yeah. And End I an love era. Python. And one of his best sketches was The Bishop. Where he was a gangster, but he was the bishop of the Catholic Church. And if you YouTube it, you'll see how hilarious it is. All right, check it out, Nation. Yeah, yeah. And, and, check that out. Yeah, and, I, and, and anyone who dies who I like, I always say they were my friend. Yes. And my followers will respond. And uh, I got a bunch, but I'll never respond back. Because that's Cause it. They, I just, I just put it out you don't there. don't have any friends. Right, right. Well, I don't have any friends. I have very little friends, you know. Do you have any passwords? I, mean, I, I can't remember any of them. I can't either. That's why I don't respond. <laughs> That's why I don't respond anymore. Exactly. Uh, you know. People just don't understand that. You know? <laughs> They're like, I mean, what do they do? Do they write them down or something? Well, actually, apparently there's an app. for People can get an app for their passwords like only. A, like an encryption app yeah, or something? Yeah, where you can have, okay. if you I forget that, your password for your porn site, yeah, I know. You can go to your app. So your password can respond for you. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. I, like I don't it. know how that works. Very but well, I, 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 I have, you know, at my job, I have to have like seven different passwords. Holy moly. So and they're written down you in a what, book. You know what that's called? What's that? You're that's shaking called, that stick like you're yeah, going to hit me with it. It's called shaking that stick. Yeah, like you're going to hit me with it. I'm not going to hit okay. you with it yet. It's called drinking the Kool-Aid. Drinking okay. the Kool-Aid. You drank the Kool-Aid. Oh, like Jim which, Jones. Which, which, yeah, which I think means you believed what Jim Jones was telling you, right? Right. You drank no, the Kool-Aid. Right, and yeah. when they say you've got to have I'm from California, but I don't believe any of that shit. Yeah, when they man. say you got to have a different password for yeah, everything, yeah. I know it's not true because no. I've used the same password for 23 years Yeah, as long now, as you don't let anybody everything. know what that is. Yeah, but you never you use it. You I never download yeah. your password, My wife you? knows what it is, so as long as they don't ask her, I'm okay. cool. Well, good. Okay. You just got to stay on her good side. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. she gives me access. It's like, honey, right. I need to make a phone call. <laughs> well, she gives you access to something else, I'm sure, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I hope she doesn't. Really. Can we cut that part out? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, he you cuts right. everything out, yeah, I yeah, say. Yeah. Don't worry None of this is showing up. I'm going to erase this whole thing as soon as we walk out of here. Podcast was really short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he cuts everything out. Yeah, I'm going to cut all of this out. Every yeah. keep keep saying it. Um, uh, so so right. you you have the the song Glass House, live in a glass house. All right. <laughs> so yeah. you, I remember when you lived in the glass house. Wild times, right? For some people, it was yeah. Yeah. And it was like when I'd come back after a few weeks, and uh, uh, the neighbors would go. 
what the hell was happening over there the other day? There was, you know, I heard that fight that you had, and I don't know. I was like, I was like, two thousand miles away, so I have no idea. Holy cow! Yeah, what was, neighborhood was, was this in? Uh, it was real close to, to Lusher. It was yeah, in that, yeah, that, uh, yeah. I, got, I bought the house close to Lusher, so my kids. Little Lusher right or Big school. Lusher? Little Lusher, the first okay. Lusher. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then, uh, and then I ended up. Uh, me and the kids moved out, and uh, and someone else in my family was living there with uh, with some other kin of ours, and. Uh, and apparently they had a bunch of so-called quote-unquote friends who were... From Walla Walla? They were headed there, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were on that track. <laughs> yeah. They were close to okay, on their way. Okay, all right. Yeah. So it was, I, I think the uh, neighborhood was probably happy when, when uh, I sold the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it, is it like, like the Mod Squad, like many of our guests, uh, you've been there and back again. <laughs> yeah. I love that show. Yeah, and me too, right? Yeah. Link. Link, I know, man. That Link. And uh, and and uh, Peggy Lipton. So sweet. She, used to, she like used. What her was the white name? guy's name though? No one can remember the white guy. Kenny. Kenny, oh. but what was his name in real life? What was his uh, actor's name? Link. No, that was no, that was the black guy. I don't right, know. Right. I don't know. I, I didn't th- even I remember Kenny. My, I think it was Michael. Michael something was his yeah. real name. Huh, okay. Mm, yeah. I'm surprised that you came up yeah. with Kenny. I wouldn't have remembered his name. Yeah. Peggy Lipton married Quincy Jones. Yes. yes. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know that child. Yeah. I didn't know that. And after they had a kid, they had a Wait, couple. Rashida Jones, you know, is, she's is that's their daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Peggy wow. Lifton and, and Quincy yeah. Jones. Man, Sh- I saw this this the 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 Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix. Fantastic, man. What an amazing guy. Wow. Fucking amazing guy, check man. Check that out. He did a lot of stuff. Oh, so much stuff. So he's he's like the Frank Sinatra's favorite arranger. When he's when he's working for the when he's when he's uh, working, working with, Frank. with with Count Basie no so oh. he's he's writing all the charts oh. and conducting oh. Count Basie's band and and they they like Count Basie and and Count Basie band and Sinatra make like three records together and and uh, Quincy wow. Jones is the conductor and arranger and all that stuff so the in the something I didn't realize in in the documentary they, he talks about that Quincy Jones was already writing a, a lot of like television. Um, themes, you know, he did like the theme to to Sanford and Son and other movie soundtracks, you know, movie scores. Happy Days. Well, no, I don't think that was him. But yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was, was back, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, Carter. Uh, I think that it's John too, Sebastian. That was too <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, All any, in the family. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was Peggy. Right, right. So a- anyway, uh, the, love boat. Uh, Okay, well, Mud that's boat. Jack Jones. Jack Jones singing uh, the Love Boat, boat theme. Um, Who, who's in Love Boat? Somebody. Oh, anyway, okay. Yeah. So Quincy Jones, because yeah. I built a studio down on on Calliope Street. That uh, Calliope. That, that yeah, that um, Quincy Jones used and told them that it was one of the best built studios he had ever really? used. Yeah, because because we haven't touched on this, but you are a mechanical genius. Oh yeah, you, well, that's no, a, like that's you're a guy I, that can rebuild an engine. You can rebuild an amp. You can you can uh, work on yeah. guitars. I, I remember one time you were working on somebody's uh, 
bass who had a fretless bass and he wanted frets put in right and you were trying to figure out the scale and you were you were going it's just not working out man you and you it was like a puzzle in your mind <laughs> yeah. you were envisioning and finally you realized oh because this thing is actually like a quarter of an inch longer than than a medium scale right. normally is again that's that's a certain kind of genius that it's it's in eight. No, it's not. You know, because, okay. because you know, Jesus was a carpenter. Sure. And his dad That's was a carpenter. Say. That's what they say. You know, and his right. dad one time, and I just, I really took this to heart because his dad had cut this board. There was. Joseph, a, you're talking about. That's his brother. No, no. Oh, oh I guess his, his dad was. He, oh, they named Joseph after his dad. Shit. Yeah, I, yeah, never, yeah. I just yeah, realized that. Right, right. Anyway, he cut this board. It was too Which short. Which they actually don't do in Judaism. So that's how you. That's the first clue that the story is. Uh, they, they get someone else so to cut the board. That's a lost book. So he cut the board too short. Okay. And Jesus, seeing this and knowing that. You know, it's, it's not that his dad didn't have another board. It's just they didn't want to walk the 20 miles to go get it, you mm -hmm. know. So when his dad wasn't looking, he stretched the board a little longer <laughs> so it would fit. Okay. And when his dad come back, he told him, measure twice, cut once. Okay, dad? Measure twice, cut once. Oh, okay. So that's, that's a, I've heard that's, that expression. didn't realize that was uh, the wisdom and from you take, If you take that and you just... Apply it to whatever religion, whatever, uh, whatever thing you're doing. You just you measure. Find a way what does it say? Measure me what? Measure twice and cut once. That's like the porno film industry. That's what exactly. they do. Exactly. The you porno. take that. Yeah. You take that. Measure twice, cut once. Yeah, you could apply it to everything. Yeah. And it's the key to making everything work. Yeah. Wow, John. Worked for me. Uh, you know, I think that's a perfect way to wrap up because uh, I think those are words of wisdom, words to live by. Um, thank you, John. You've really laid a lot of, uh, a lot well, of stuff thank, on us Thank tonight. you, Renee, and thank you, Manny. I, I wouldn't have realized that if y'all had not given me the chance. Oh, man. Well, you know, that's, we're, we're all here to open up and, and uh, you know, reveal our true selves. So. Yeah, and, I said, and don't think that the whole thing is, hasn't passed me by the because when you measure twice and cut once, that's what three things. Uh huh. And how many people do we have here? Three, One, two, like three. the Trinity. Three. Yes, exactly. like the Trinity. Yes, yes. Well, exactly. two and a half if you count him. Exactly. <laughs> but how do you see the how do you see the Holy Ghost? You tell him a joke, and if he laughs, you know he's at. There you go. All right, we can feel his presence now. <laughs> so, 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 uh, on the John on the Troubleman podcast, we always like to say, uh, trouble never ends. It's but, true. but the struggle continues, John. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Appreciate it. I have been here. It's been so long. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Right. Good night. I've seen the green grass on the other side. Heaven, I always will. But I'm moving like I'm standing still I'm Seem like every time that I open my door The rain starts falling Maybe it's because I've done someone wrong Maybe I missed my call Baby, I missed my call
fly, but I'm moving like I'm standing still. 